Hello, and welcome to Childless Not By Choice. This podcast was created for and about the Childless Not By Choice community on a global level. Before we get started, I would like to thank my sponsors and supporters. Thank you, Morgan Air Conditioning, Sales, Service, and Installation, serving Tampa, Florida, and the surrounding areas. Morgan Air Conditioning can be reached by calling 813-500-7765. That's 813-500-7765. Or their web address is www.morganair.net. That's www.morganair.net. Along with a stellar business reputation in the Tampa, Florida area, Morgan Air Conditioning is also known and well-received for giving back to the community, whether it is back-to-school drives or donating services to the less fortunate. Thank you, Morgan Air Conditioning, for recognizing the vision of Childless Not By Choice and being a part of it. Next, I would like to thank Alba Digital Media for creating my website, www.childlessnotbychoice.net that's www.childlessnotbychoice.net and for producing this podcast. Alba Digital Media's clients include those who need website building and maintenance as well as those like myself who require professional podcast editing. Their client base reflects many industries and levels of needs for professional assistance. To contact Alba Digital Media for your web building and podcast production needs, visit www.albadigitalmedia.com. That's www.albadigitalmedia.com. Thank you, Alba Digital Media, for making me look good and sound good. Finally, I would like to thank Devoted, the musical duo who created my theme music. Thank you, Devoted, for your beautiful music. Devoted has had the opportunity to sing and play in many countries. To contact Devoted for your music needs, visit devotedministries at gmail.com. That's devotedministries at gmail.com. And if you would like to become a one-time or ongoing sponsor, or if you would like to become a patron of Childless Not By Choice, please contact me at Sevilla at sevillamorgan.com. That's Sevilla at SevillaMorgan.com for details. Now, on to the show. Well, hello, 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 everyone. Sevilla Morgan here. Welcome back to another episode of Childless Not By Choice, where my mission is to recognize and speak to the broken hearts of childless, not by choice women and men around the world. I am spreading the great news that we can live a joyful, relevant, and fulfilled life, although we could not, did not, have the children we so wanted. Well, before we get started, I would like to thank my Patreon contributors. Patreon contributors are those who have taken an interest in my platform, whether they fit the childless, not-by-choice demographic or not. They have decided to contribute a certain dollar amount on a regular basis to help fund my dream of creating awareness and conversation for the childless not by choice community globally. 
click the Patreon link for details and to become a patron. And the link is right there in the show notes, uh, right below my notes there. And um, it takes you right to basically it's like a website and it tells you about everything that I'm doing and how I'm doing it. There's a little video there, which I probably really need to change. But um, it just really gives you a little bit more insight into um, what I'm doing so that you know where your money is going when you make the decision to um, to give to the platform on a monthly basis. So please do check out the Patreon link. If you have any questions at all, please feel free to contact me. Um, you can uh, direct message me on Facebook or Twitter if you ever have any questions about uh, funding, about sponsoring, anything that you would like to know more about before you put your money or finances, you know, like they say here in the U.S., put your money where your mouth is. <laughs> um, I will be more than happy to to answer your questions. And uh, speaking of my patrons, Patreon, and my patrons, I would like to thank my current patrons, podcaster Sarah Williams of the Tough Girls Podcast and Jordan Morgan. Thank you guys so very much for being patrons of this platform. It is truly appreciated. Well, this is episode, let's see, what episode is this? This is episode 80. Eight zero. I know I say it almost every time I um I air an episode, but I'm just so excited <laughs> to be at, you know, at episode 80 is a big deal for me. And um, it means that we're pushing 100. That's what that means. And I've already been thinking about what to do at episode 100. And I have some ideas. Of course, if you have any ideas, I would love to hear them. Because uh, as my mom always says, Two heads are better than one. And so maybe there's something I'm not thinking about that um, would be really a cool idea. So if you can think of anything for me to do for episode 100, which it'll be here before we know it, um, let me know. Direct message, uh, Facebook or Twitter. You may also leave me a message on the website. That's right. When you go to the website, www.childlessnotbychoice.net, on the home page, if you look to the right, there's an oblong tab that's running vertical with the website. And if you click on it, it pops open and it allows you to leave a message of up to 90 seconds. And if you mess up, you can start over. You can start over as many times as you would like. So uh, various ways to leave me messages or, or to get in contact with me. And I do ask that you give me about 24 hours notice uh, for any responses, okay? I would appreciate that. Well, episode 80. And the title of episode 80 is, Are You Being Insensitive? <laughs> Here is how to know. And uh, I came up with uh, seven, a list of seven things that... Um, that, you know, occurred to me in my own experiences, as well as, as uh, experiences that I've heard from others, other childless, not by choice women on, um, on things that people say and do that can be insensitive. And uh, one of the ladies in the group also um, gave me her opinion. And I didn't have the opportunity to ask her if I could use her name. So I'm going to err or err 
on the side of caution and not mention her name. Although I, I never mention last names here anyway, but um, I'm just not going to just because I didn't um, get a chance to ask her. But I did get one of the ladies, uh, she gave me her opinion and I'll, I'll, I'll voice that in just a moment. But let me start at the top of the list. Are you being insensitive? Here is how to know. Number one, of all the places to sit down and talk about whether you and your husband want another child, you choose to sit directly in front of or within hearing distance of your childless, not by choice family member. Now, I know that this episode is going to make some people think that they need to walk on eggshells around those of us who are childless, not by choice. And that is definitely not the case. Although childless, not by choice women and men can be in different places in the grieving process. But generally speaking, it does not mean that you have to walk on eggshells. It just means that you should be aware of the fact that you may have a childless not by choice. Or most people know uh, when you're having a family gathering, um, family get-together, family reunion, you know who has children and who doesn't. And yes, a lot of times, um, a lot of the women, especially as they are you know, getting older, they say, oh, I'm fine, it's not a problem. And, um, you know, you go with what they say. However, I still say that we should err on the side of caution and maybe just not discuss, especially then if it's a younger woman, not discuss whether or not you want yet another child in front of that childless, not by choice family member, because you don't know how they're dealing or not dealing with the issue of not having children, no matter what they tell you or what they say or um, how they put their best foot forward. Just be sensitive. Sensitivity and walking on eggshells are two different things. And so that's number one. Number two, you mention or directly tell your childless, not by choice friend or family member that it took so long to have your baby a whole year (laughs) or two, (laughs) that you understand how they feel. And the fact is, if you ended up having the baby, you do not understand how a childless, not by choice woman feels, because you ended up having the baby. And the childless, not by choice woman did not. So no matter how long it took you to have the baby, you do not understand. And so please don't tell them that you understand. It's best just to say nothing. And if you want to make conversation, maybe say, yeah, we had a difficult time and we are so very thankful and grateful that we ended up having the child. We'd rather hear how thankful and grateful you are to have the child than to hear that you understand because you do not. And so, um, again, just be sensitive And again, sensitivity and walking on eggshells are two different things. It's just about uh, sensitivity, just thinking about how you would feel if you never had the child. Okay, number three, you wonder out loud 
how a woman can be so selfish as to not want babies when you do not know why the woman does not have babies. This continues to just amaze me. I I just can't get my mind to wrap around the fact that there are people, especially women, who seriously believe that because a woman does not have a child, she automatically assumes she didn't want one. The woman did not want to have a child. And this is having never had a conversation with said woman about not having children. Not that it's really any of anyone's business, but the fact is assumptions. It's never good to make assumptions because we do not know the woman's story. And you've all heard this saying, everyone's got a story. Okay, pardon the vernacular, but that's how it's said here in the U.S. Everybody's got a story. And it's true. Everybody's got a story. And we don't always get to know everybody's story. And again, it's not always our business. So if a woman does not have children, just leave it alone. And be grateful for yours. Be thankful. But do not assume that because she does does not have children or did not have children, that it's because she did not want any. That's unfair. Okay, number four. You tell a childless, not-by-choice woman that she does not understand because she does not have children. (laughs) Another one of my pet peeves. Because as women, whether we've had children or not, we all have a sense of common sense. I'm not saying that men don't. I'm just saying that generally speaking as women, I think if any of us, even those of us who never had children, were thrown into a fray where we had to care for a child, I think we would be able to make it. If we've never had a child, it may be a little difficult in the beginning because, well, you know, it's not something we do on a daily basis, taking care of a child. But I think the child would survive and we would definitely survive. So I just believe that it's really kind of mean to say you don't understand because you don't have children. Mm, Not nice. Number five, you do and say things to or in front of a childless, not by choice woman to get a reaction. It sounds petty, doesn't it? It sounds unbelievable, but it's, it is, it's not unbelievable. It happens all the time. And I can't tell you the number of times over the years that it has happened for me. And the only thing that I can say is that women who have children who do these things have other issues. And um, I would even venture to say I am not a psychologist or a psychiatrist, but I would venture to say that they may have self-esteem issues. Oops, don't write me any bad letters. I'm sorry. It's just my opinion. I really believe that that may be a possibility because if a mother has healthy self-esteem, she wouldn't take the time to see how she can make a childless, not by choice woman feel worse than she already does. So Try not to do things to get reactions. I mean, just generally speaking, that's not nice anyway. But definitely not when it comes to interaction with a childless, not-by-choice woman. 
it's just not nice. And uh, many of us can see where you're coming from and maybe even why you're doing it. So we, we already see you. <laughs> we know what you're doing. So try to be kind. We should generally be trying to be kind to each other anyway. Don't you agree? Number six. You tell a childless, not-by-choice woman that it just was not God's will for you to have children as you chase your children around the house. I know, again, it sounds petty, but I know for a fact that people say this because I know because it was said to me on more than one occasion. The last time someone said this to me, um, was I was actually um, at church. <laughs> Service was about to start in like five or ten minutes, and um, I was walking by this couple, and I was saying hello. As I always do, I say hello to people. That's what you do. And um, somehow the conversation came up about my platform, and the wife of the couple said, well, you know, it just wasn't God's will. And of course, I just smiled and said, of course not, and then walked away and decided I made the decision. I chose to enjoy the service. Again, as childless, not by choice women, we have ample opportunity to make choices. And, uh, so I just chose to enjoy the service because this woman has children. And I think that's just like one of the worst things that, that somebody can say to someone else, especially if they have children of their own. Nobody, no human being knows God's will. God did not share his will for your life with anyone else. So again, when people start talking about things like that, you have to make the choice to just walk away, smile and walk away, because <laughs> what else can you do, especially when if you're in an event, whether it's church or anything else, if you're at an event and um, you make the wrong decision, the wrong choice, you're going to look like the bad guy as a childless, not by choice woman. If you push back, if you say something negative back, if you, you know, it's just not worth it. There are times when we will have to stand our ground and um, make sure that we are maintaining healthy boundaries. But uh, this person is not in my social circle, so it really didn't matter. And it wasn't worth it. It wasn't worth it on so many levels. Service was about to start. This person is not in my social circles. Um, it just, it just wasn't worth it. So I made the choice. And, um, if I had walked away angry, I would not have been able to enjoy the service and she would have enjoyed it because chances are she had no idea what she was saying. And even if she did, she still would have enjoyed the service because she didn't know any better than not to. So again, choice, decisions, choose, um, how you will react as a childless, not by choice woman to things like this. And if you are a woman who has children and you've made this comment before, maybe revisit comments like this and think about what you're saying to your sister or your friend who is childless, not by choice, and just consider uh, changing 
the words that you use and uh, using a little empathy instead, not pity, empathy, not sympathy, empathy. That's all that uh, the childless, not by choice woman needs. We don't need pity. We're, we know things happen and not everybody gets everything. And yet we grieve and yet we still have to maintain the right attitude as much as possible and not push back on everything that's said to us. But if you know that as a woman who has, uh, you have a child or children and you've said some of these things, maybe have another conversation with this friend or family member. I know people who have done just that after hearing my story and hearing about my platform. They've gone back and and um, had a second conversation with that family member. And that's what this platform is, is, is for. That's what it's here for, to create conversation and to create awareness. And um, to me, that's like the biggest gift of this platform is when I hear stories like I've gone back and had another another conversation with my sister or my friend or my family member after hearing what you have said in your podcast, on your platform, in your groups. That's what it's all about to me. It's, it's big for me. That's a big thing for me. Well, number seven, you tell a childless, not by choice woman that she can have yours or that she should be happy she does not have kids because they are a lot of work. Oh boy. Again. <laughs> I know a lot of times, especially in this particular comment, it's meant usually to lighten the mood. Um, you know, make a little joke during a time of seriousness, seriousness to just kind of calm things down. And uh, we get it, generally. But eh, it's still not funny, especially after you've heard it for the millionth time. It's just not. I mean, we wanted children. We have enough common sense to realize that children are work. We know that the children can grow up and turn on you. <laughs> it happens. We've seen it happen. We are experiencing life just like you are. So we know that you can do your very best with a child and they still turn out to be, oh my gosh, I won't even say it. So we know these things, but we would have loved the opportunity to take that risk and to raise that child and to love that child. And so when we hear the comments like, um, you should be glad you don't have any children because they're a lot of work. We, we already know they're a lot of work. We don't, we don't want to hear that. Um, it still hurts that we didn't get to have the child. And when we hear um, that we can have yours, again, no, it's, it's, it's not funny and it's not the same. So I know, again, that this may seem like you have to walk on eggshells, but you really don't. It's really just a matter of common sense. If you really care about that person, if you really are concerned, if you're not, then these things will come out. If it's not a big deal to you, if you just don't get it, then comments like these will come out. They will happen. They will be said. But if you have decided that you care about the heart of that person that you're interacting with or 
maybe the person you're trying not to interact with, um, if you care that they are hurting, they're not jealous of you, they're not envious of you. I say that a lot. We're not envious or jealous. Although that, that emotion may pop up every once in a while for some childless, not by choice woman. It's women. It's not something that many of us dwell on. It's just that we have a sadness in our heart because we did not get to experience what many women with children take for granted. And then when you take for granted that you have a child, that you can cradle a child, you can cuddle your child, you can wake up in the middle of the night to feed your child, and you have a colicky child. None of that matters when we see your bleary eyes and lack of sleep at work, and we don't get to, we don't get to experience any of that. And so, uh, just think about it next time you interact with that family member. The final item, I said I, I had seven items, and I did. I created seven items on this list, but the, the one item that this particular lady from the group mentioned was that when family members lack understanding for what you as a childless, not-by-choice woman have gone through or are going through in your childlessness, in other words, they make it about them. Your family member may make it about them. They're wondering why they didn't get to have a grandchild or everybody else has grandchildren and you didn't get to have any kids. And meanwhile, you're dealing with the fact that you had major surgery and you're not going to be having any children. And so you're dealing with the mental and emotional effects and after effects. And you have family members thinking about their own feelings. That can be tough. And that happens a lot. And so, again, um, <laughs> you know, it's, it's tough because um, it's, 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 you're, you're getting basically a double whammy as a childless, not-by-choice woman. You're having to maybe go see a psychiatrist or a psychologist to deal with your emotional issues. You may have to um, go to your OBGYN to make sure that your hormones are, are normal or normalized, and you're struggling to deal with the fact that you will never have a child if you've had a hysterectomy, for instance. Um, and then you've got family members who, they're not even understanding what you're dealing with. So I would, you know, it would behoove the family members who just don't understand, the, fa the friends and family members who don't get it, to try, try a little harder. And, um, you know, join the conversation, have a conversation with your childless, not by choice family member, uh, instead of blaming them for things they could not control. That happens a lot in a lot of, um, different societies as well, not just here in the Western world where people just lack understanding for whatever reason, but there are societies where, uh, a woman is being blamed for something she has no control over. If you can't have children because you have uh, fibroids or endometriosis or PCOS, you really have no control. I mean, you can try to, um, you know, watch your diet and, and watch your weight and do everything that you can to, to try to, you know, have your body more ready to have a child. But 
If it doesn't happen, there's really not a whole lot you can do about it. And that's what a lot of these different societies really need to realize. And um, in, in some cases, the societies, um, these very same societies blame the woman every time. There is no child when uh, research shows that 50% of the time, it's the man's issue. It's not always the woman. And that's another piece of conversation that I really want to get out there. Um, that it's 50% of the time it's the woman and 50% of the time it's the man. And I'm, I'm really, really asking the men to really, you know, please check your egos because a lot of hearts are being broken in a lot of these societies when you blame the woman for everything. So I know this was a lot to take in today, but, uh, uh, I had been wanting to do this episode for a while, so I'm glad I got to, to do it. And I hope that it has helped open eyes. Um, I really hope so. Open eyes, hearts, minds, um, started conversation, and just, you know, created awareness. And if you are a, you know, if you're listening to this and you are a childless, not by choice woman, I would like you to visit the website, www.childlessnotbychoice.net, click on the resource tab, and download the um, the resource called um, Childless Not By Choice, the Childless Not By Choice Woman's Guide, 10 Tips to Navigating and Surviving the Holidays. Yes, I know you're listening to this after the holidays, but this is something great to have in hand because it, it shows you how to navigate um, and deal with um, family get-togethers and um, how to deal with certain things that are said, like what the list we just went over. As a childless, not-by-choice woman, I believe that this, along with the gratitude list that we created in November, is a these are two tools that I believe are awesome to take with you if not physically, at least in your mind when you're traveling around in your daily life. Because um, those of you who remember in November, we created a list, 30 things, person, place, or thing that we are thankful for. It was our gratitude list. And I promised that we would use it throughout the year 2018 and of course beyond. And, and lists change. So of course you would update your list. But this is a list that we created for 2018. And I believe that list, the gratitude list, the 30 things that you're thankful and grateful for, along with this list, the tip 10 tips to navigating and surviving the holidays, I believe that these two lists together will help you. So please download that list and keep it nearby. Read it as often as you want. Maybe even add, you know, create your own list if you want to. But um, I really hope that this episode has helped not just the childless, not by choice woman, but also the the woman and or the man who you have children and you just didn't realize what you were saying or doing. Or maybe you do realize and you now know that um, it hurts. It hurts to hear these things, no matter how innocuous they may seem. Uh, they are hurtful, especially, as I said in the beginning, uh, because when people are grieving, and um, as childless, not by choice women, we are grieving. We're grieving the ability 
to the loss of the ability to have a child. And um, the grieving process can take a lifetime, or we can get to the point where, you know, we've, um, we've succumbed, I don't, maybe I shouldn't use that word, but we've come to the realization that we're not going to have children. And we've decided and, and we've chosen to be okay with it as okay as we can be. It doesn't mean that we want to hear insensitive comments, though. So, um, you know, just as I said, just be mindful of what you're saying. If you have children, um, and if your child is not by choice, maintain healthy boundaries. Know when it's time to walk away from a conversation, to leave a gathering or a party, and um, just, I, I don't like selfishness, but I, I, I tend to end up using it a lot. Be a little bit selfish for your mental health and well-being. Let me put it that way. So anyway, I hope that this episode has been helpful to everyone. And of course, if you have questions or comments, please feel free to reach out to me. My uh, contact information is in the show notes. And if you have still have not yet joined the groups, I'm asking you to do so because I really believe that that's where the, the healing begins is when you are able to commiserate with others. Uh, those of you who are women childless, not by choice, you can join the, the women only group where you ha- must be childless, not by choice to join, join. And also then there is the civil, the supporters group where anyone can join that group. And so I look forward to hearing from you all. Thanks for listening. And until next time, bye. <laughs>